uh, to take a few minutes right at the front of the service to introduce our new teaching series for the month of June. It's up on screen. We're going to be talking about giving. We're talking about money and church. I mean, how great is this? Um, Churches don't talk about money a lot, but we need to. A couple of reasons. Number one, I think fewer and fewer of us have actually grown up in the church. Uh, It used to be, probably for centuries even, that parents passed on to children the Christian discipline of giving. Increasingly, we live in an unchurched world, and more and more people come into faith in Christ having never actually talked about the discipline of giving and what it, what it means and what it expresses in our relationship with God. I think fewer and fewer people have grown up knowing that giving is an act of worship. So I think that's one reason. Number two, even those who did grow up in the church don't really understand biblically where this whole idea of giving comes from. Even as I've been trying to teach my own kids, uh, as Tessa starts babysitting and as Justin is working a stop and shop now, um, uh, trying to explain to them, 10% goes to the church, and, and they're saying, well, what, what do you mean it's an act of worship? I think Tessa, I have her permission to share this, but Tessa said, I always thought Jesus was like, look, I run a huge nonprofit, so help a guy out. That... <laughs> Not exactly what we're going for here when it comes to giving in the church. So even among those who are being raised even by pastors, there is a lack of clarity as far as giving and the church is concerned. More importantly, though, is that the Bible talks a lot about money and giving. And it's strange how the church kind of dodges that issue again and again. Did you know 16 out of the 38 parables of Jesus deal with money or possessions? Uh, In the Gospels, one out of every 10 verses addresses money or possessions in some way. That's 288 verses. Generally, in the Scriptures, there are about 500 verses that speak about prayer. There's about 500 verses that speak about faith. And there's more than 2,000 verses that talk about money and possessions and giving. So if for no other reason that the Bible talks about it all over the place, it's on us if we are endeavoring to preach the whole counsel of God's Word. We should be talking about money and giving too. But we're not just talking about money and giving. We're talking about money and giving to the church. That's even worse to talk about. Um, And usually, we don't like teaching about giving money to the church as a church because number one, there's just a bad reputation about churches that ask for money. I don't know if you saw it. I got an article in my Apple News feed this week. Evangelist wants $54 million for private jet. Did you see this? Um, He wants a Falcon 7X, and he is believing God for a Falcon 7X. And the quote that he offers, I really believe that if the Lord Jesus Christ was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. He'd be in an airplane flying all over the world. Not so sure. (laughs) But honestly... We don't want to be associated with that mentality. We, we don't believe that that's an effective use of the resources that God might give us. But these big televangelists that are praying on the weak, praying on the old, praying on those who might be willing to 
fund their lives of luxury. We don't want to be associated with that. So we just will never talk about giving. And we'll never talk about giving to the church because we might get lumped into that category. It also is hard to preach about giving to the church when you are a church because, boy, it feels self-serving, doesn't it? Where does my salary come from? Oh, right. So who am I? Isn't there a conflict of interest here to teach about giving if I'm a direct beneficiary of that? Much less if the church is a direct beneficiary of that. So it seems self-serving. But if the Bible keeps talking about it... Interestingly, it also seems convenient that whenever a church is behind budget... Surprise, there's a series on giving that suddenly crops up in the preaching rotation. And if you have been paying attention, you will know that we are running about $25,000 behind budget. And that's where we are at this point in our fiscal year, which means we will need to to bring in roughly an additional $5,000 a month in over and above giving just to meet the commitments that we made to one another back in February at the annual meeting. Surprise, we're talking about giving. But I actually don't think any of those reasons matter as much as this one. We don't like talking about giving and money because it hits too close to home. It, it, as I look into my own heart, I realize that when we talk about money, it touches a nerve. It touches something that I've been able to somehow manage to keep separate from my faith and to keep it as mine. And if the church is going to start talking about money, you're coming to a place where I haven't given you permission to come. And I think money is, well, it reveals a little bit too much about my heart. It reveals where my priorities are. It reveals in what I am placing my trust. And it reveals the things that I love. You can look at the testimony of your bank statement and say, how have I spent my money? And you will see in beautiful detail, even sometimes organized for you by the credit card companies or the bank in the categories to show you your list of priorities for your life. How have you spent your money? And when I look inside my own heart at my attitude towards money, I don't actually like what I see. Money is a very clear mirror, and I don't always like my reflection when it comes to handling money. I'm selfish. I like stuff. And when I do give, sometimes it's even grudgingly. And I think about all those other things I could have done with that money instead. Now, how is that attitude in any way consistent with a God of extravagant generosity? And so what we're going to be doing for the month of June, we're going to take four weeks and we're going to fund a private jet. No, we're not funding a private jet. We are behind budget, yes. But perhaps you also heard that we received an anonymous gift this spring for $40,000. We could apply that to this budget deficit, which means we're not actually preaching out of a budget deficit. We need sustainable ongoing giving, so that's not a long-term fix. But the reality is, I'm not here begging for money, so we'll meet budget. That's not what's happening. We're preaching about giving because your heart matters the first principle as we begin to teach about money is this that the way we give is a reflection of what is happening in your heart and we want your hearts to be so captivated with god's goodness and his provision 
that giving is an act of worship. When it comes right down to it, God doesn't need our money. I hope you've heard that message, right? He owns the cattle on a thousand hills or something slightly less canonical. The God I believe in isn't short of cash, mister. So the second principle of giving is this. Giving isn't for God's benefit. It's for ours. Because giving challenges the supremacy of money in our lives and refocuses us on the priority of who God is. Giving actually changes us. It shapes us and it frees us from the lordship of money. And so for the next four weeks, we're going to look at how God changes and shapes us through giving, through money, in such a way that God conforms our hearts to His. Because, my friends, God is the original. God is the ultimate giver. For God so loved the world that He gave. And He didn't just give the spare change that was in His pockets on a Sunday morning. He gave Himself. And so as we continue in worship, welcome to Junerosity. <laughs> that was the B-list for the tagline of our teaching series. It did not make the final cut. Giving is a heart condition. And this month we're going to explore together how our hearts can grow in their likeness to our God that we might reflect His extravagant generosity.